0: Welcome to the Reign Threes podcast with Alan Ray and Mike O'Connell. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Reign Threes. I'm your host, Mike O'Connell, here with my guy, A. Ray. How we doing tonight, A. Ray?
1: OC, what's up, OC? Doing good. You already know, got a lot to talk about. Got some transfer portal news. So we hype.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, man. It's been uh, it's been a heck of a weekend. Twitter has been uh, popping. Our uh, our social medias have been they've been flying off the handle since we dropped our first episode on Thursday morning. And I, let me tell you something, Ray. I, I'm I'm ecstatic with the the response that we've gotten thus far from our followers, our listeners, family, friends. The Nova Nation. Everyone is uh, stepping up and stepping out to get involved with rain and threes. We've got some good feedback, and this is just the beginning, my friend. We've got a lot to get to. I've got a lot of more connections to make, people to bring on the show, and a lot more fun to have. Is uh, the bottom line, A eh, Ray? But the biggest news is the weekend is we get our five, the center slash power forward position. Is now going to be occupied by not only the possibility of Nana Njoku or Eric Dixon, but now we have Lance Ware from the Kentucky Wildcats, six foot nine, 235 pounds from Camden, New Jersey. Hey, Ray, what are your initial thoughts on Lance?
1: I like this. I really like this move a lot. Um, we definitely have been looking for a big man. We got somebody, not a seven footer, but we got somebody that can play alongside with Dixon in the post. So I really like this move a lot. You know, obviously, we could break this down a little bit further along in the show, but it's yeah. definitely a good move. It's going to help us out a lot. And I feel like this makes our team, our roster, a lot more competitive going into the biggies. I feel like we're going to be. Like we can compete this year in the East to be at the top of the standings, like the top three, top four in the standings for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, why not? Right. Uh, if you look at the projected starting five with Justin Moore, who's coming back, praise be to <laughs> God for that. Right. We talked about yeah. that in our first episode, he was kind of the first domino to fall. It was like, all right, once we retain him. You know, a, a lot of good things happened after that. You know, that a lot of positives followed. More uh, staying in the blue and white, and you know, TJ Bamba, Hakeem Hart, the two transfers we got initially uh, that Kyle Neptune locked down from Washington State and Maryland. Those guys, you got to think, are going to be in the starting lineup as well. They're that legit of talents. They have the experience, and then you look at Eric Dixon. He's gonna he's gonna want to play that stretch four. He's going to, I think, have a, take another step forward in his game and add, have an unbelievable season after being uh, an all-Big East guy. And I think he has the possibility, the potential, the ceiling, along with Justin Moore, to be a, a first-team all-Big East. So we'll see um, if Lance Ware occupies that five spot. I think he certainly can be penciled in right now. But who knows, with the development of Nana Joku. He could also be uh, be in the starting role as well. But, hey, Ray, you got to think with that five, then you include guys like 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 Brandon Housen, like Mark Armstrong, especially coming off the bench. Chris Archdiacono is still there. Who knows with Jordan Dumont, Trey Patterson, and obviously Nana we talked about before. This is a very balanced roster. That has a lot of depth and I think a lot of star power when it comes to more Bombo Hart and Dixon.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, the starting five. You know, this is a question I see a lot of people talking about on Twitter. Yep. Is the starting five. And I think it's gonna really come down to the opponent that we're playing, the matchups. I do believe we're gonna be you're gonna be seeing different starting lineups this year. What's gonna be interesting is how we use where. And where we use him, no pun intended. <laughs> and with Mark Armstrong, you know, so I see a lot of people saying Mark Armstrong should start. And I see there's a lot of people saying that he shouldn't start. Me personally, I mean, like I said, I think it's going to come down to the type of game, the matchups of okay. the, the other team. Um, a guy like Mark. He still needs to develop, so he I, he obviously needs that playing time. But then again, you got veteran guys like Hakeem Hart, Bamba, even Ware's a veteran guy. Eric Dixon's a veteran guy. Justin Moore's a veteran guy. Oh yeah, like that's that's a a real good veteran core right there. And I don't mind Mark coming off the bench, but how does that? help his confidence you know he was going through that last year so now it's different this year he got to try to figure out how to get on the court because we got some pretty good players right now and it's hard to just go against uh what's the word i'm looking for the experience that we have right now on this team so overall i think we got a pretty good team though besides that yeah you know we we definitely going to be able to compete we got the guys to do it. So I'm looking forward to it. Just real, it's just going to be real interesting to see these lineups moving forward.
0: Most definitely. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you in terms of the the confidence that, that the both of us share. A lot of people uh, amongst the Villanova community basketball program supporters feel that way. And it's a, a possible fringe top 25 team right now. I agree with what you said about the possibility of us finishing in the top four, maybe three, at least top five of the Big East, which is, I think, going to be nothing short of a gauntlet this upcoming season. So it that won't be easy, but I think Villanova, what we have right now on this roster, is certainly cut out for it. Um, but back to Armstrong quickly. You know, people forget he was a very highly touted recruit, along with Cam Whitmore, that did agree to stay uh, despite Coach Wright leaving, and I know we maybe everybody was just more more so focused on on Whitmore, and he might have been overshadowed by Whitmore. That that's Armstrong. Yeah, and it, it makes sense because Whitmore is now uh, going to get drafted next month in the top ten, possibly top five. So legitimate NBA stud potential there for Cam. But let's not forget Armstrong also a legitimate prospect, had a, a very solid freshman campaign last year. But that's what I'm saying. He's He was just a freshman last year. He yeah. had no red shirt, you know, red shirt year. He jumped right into it and I think did a pretty solid job. You saw some more flashes of his brilliance at the end of the season. And, look, uh, if he doesn't start right away uh, this in his sophomore year, yeah, I have no problem with that. But I really do uh, think that I, I would not be surprised if he earns his way in the starting lineup as we move forward. Uh Once you know the the winter months come upon us, don't I? Don't wouldn't, wouldn't be shocked at all if Armstrong is uh, a hot name in uh, not just the Big East, but all the all of NCAA as one of the top young guards in the country. A eh, Ray,
1: no, for sure. I, I love Mark. I love his athleticism. I love his aggressiveness. Um, I love the swag that he plays with. He has a swag on and off the court. I love. I love both of them. I just. Just gotta think about it in this perspective. We we got JMO, who can play the one and two, right? So Armstrong, do you play him at the one and move JMO to the two, right? Right. But then you got Bamba, who's a terrific scorer, and we're gonna need that scorer. That scoring from him, and then let's say you go with Hart, and then you go with Dixon. Mm-hmm. It's basically what we've been doing before. Yeah. If you think about it, it's still a yeah. four, still a four guard kind of, kind of lineup. It's like know. the good
0: old days, A Ray.
1: Yeah, but these <laughs> are with these are with bigger guys. That's you true. Know, six eight, six five, six four. Right. Yeah. These are all these are all bigger guys. Then you have another lineup with Justin Moore, who can play the one, like I said before. Then you throw Bamba in there for his scoring. Then you got Mr. Intangibles, Hakeem Hart, who I like to compare to Brandon Slater, because he can do everything, rebound, defend, get in the open floor, shoot the ball. And then you throw in Dixon and Ware. And that's that's a completely different look, a completely different lineup. And I like I like where playing with with Dixon because if you look at some of um where's highlights, he's a good passer. So big to big passing, if you have bigs that can pass, you're gonna be a pretty good team. And especially if they can pass to each other, you're gonna have a really good team. So
0: Absolutely.
1: yeah. I I, I, I I we we definitely have a problem, but I think it's a good problem about <laughs> figuring out this these rotations moving forward.
0: Yes, absolutely. We have uh, a lot of players that I think are versatile enough, though, to allow this problem to be solved in many different ways. Like we'll see a lot of different looks, a lot of different lineups. Play me, play a little bit small ball, but like small ball, like you said, is a little bit relative because a lot of these guys are are taller, lengthier uh, type of type of players. Yeah. And let's not forget about Jordan Longino either. I, I uh, he, he was he was earlier.
1: But. He was just on the tip of my tongue.
0: Yeah, he's, I think he, if he takes the next step as well, then holy cow, you're talking about uh, a very deep team with a lot of guys that can be thrown in there at any given time and be expected to perform and perform well. So um, it's an exciting time to kind of just basically formulate all these starting fives and possible lineups yeah. in your head, right? And I love that we talked about uh, all the different possibilities there. Or actually, I would say all of them, but some of them at
1: least. Yeah. And but we definitely, uh, we can't forget about housing either. You know, we we yeah, already know yeah. what housing can do. Housing, like he's made me a believer about him being a shooter. Like, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. I like that kid. I like the way he shoots the ball. He's a big-time shooter. So we got him coming off the bench as well. That's going to give us, that's going to just spread the court. And then uh, Nana, once he gets healthy, hopefully he's healthy right now, that gives us three bigs. That gives us three bigs. Villanova has never had three bigs ever in the history of the program. <laughs> <laughs> so this is gonna be great. Like I, I like I like where we at right now. Once again, I don't want to get don't get your hopes up too much. Thinking like okay, we're going to the Final Four right now. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying yeah. we got a really good we got a really good team right now, and we we're, we we got some depth. And we're looking good. We're, we're trending in the right direction.
0: No doubt. And we talked about this uh, on our first episode here, Right, We talked about that. Okay, we need basically one more guy, and then I think we'll be okay in terms of the transfer portal. And we got that, that guy in Lance Ware. So let's talk a little bit more about him specifically. Uh, he is a team first. He's a, a hard hustle, put your heart out on the line, defense first kind of guy that has been described as a warrior. I mean, this is, a, I think, a great culture fit with, uh, with Villanova with the attitude mantra that Jay Wright instilled and in, obviously Coach Neptune has continued to use as the cornerstone of the program. But A-Ray, hey, I mean, let's not forget, though, I know numbers never lie. Oh, look at his stats. They, they're not impressed. They do not jump off the page. I mean, hey, he's a former top 50 recruit, number 44 overall. Uh, he was a four-star guy coming out of uh, Camden, New Jersey. So, I, I mean, the, the, he, we, yeah, he wound up at Kentucky, right? Right, Alan? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's not a bad place to, to end up playing basketball. He was on, obviously, a full scholarship. And he played behind Oscar DeShiwe, right? One yeah. of the best players, and not just the, one of the best big men, but best players, period, in the country. So that's why he was, it was a bit of a logjam. I think he kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit at Kentucky, but I don't know. I've seen a lot of things on Twitter about what people finding him to be, Oh, uh, this is a joke. Why are you guys getting so excited? But I want to hear what you think more, I guess, specifically about what, what you believe this kid can be, will be and
1: hope to be. Yeah. So I I made a tweet earlier this week about, the transfer portal is only place where you know you can average 2 points in less than 5 minutes and like become a <laughs> hot commodity in basketball and yep. like, we're seeing it right now and this is like no shade towards you know Lance Webber but that was his situation at Kentucky look at um Bryce Hopkins before he came to the Big East with Providence check take a look at his numbers um and look at what he was doing at Kentucky, and then look at what he's doing with Providence. So I don't really, I'm not really looking at his stats. I'm looking more at his skill set and how it can affect us and how can it help us during the season. And I think his rebounding obviously is great. We, Villanova is really big on rebounding. The rebounding is something that is a foundation in the program, 6'9", 235 bring some he can rebound another thing I like that I think will help us is block shots we need somebody to especially in this uh this landscape now basketball guys are much taller guys are bigger guys can get to the rim guys are strong so it's a good idea to have somebody down there to alter shots Creighton did it Creighton had it you know Cork Brennan comes in I mean obviously Cork Brandon is seven feet but he was adjusting a lot of shots people coming into the lane. And I think that would be good for us. You know, a guy like um where can help us defend guys like Kaluma. You know, Kaluma, let's take Kaluma for example, at Creighton. This is a guy that gets in the paint, real physical, real strong athletic guy. Now we got somebody down there who can alter his shots, who can affect his shots and switch out on him and and show him a different, a different look, more length. So that's another plus that I like from Ware. Then you got to look at his passing. If you look at some of his highlights, he can pass the ball, which I love, which is great. He, uh, playing along with Dixon, this is going to be good. Being able to see how these guys interact with each other um, inside out. Uh, I love that a lot with Ware being able to get inside, post it up, give it back out to, to Dixon, kick it around. Justin Moore, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be interesting to see. Like you just can't you can't really just like not focus on him and just let him do whatever. Cause then again, he can finish at the rim as well. So he's a scoring big. He can finish at the rim, which is great. Mark Armstrong, J Mo getting into the paint, throwing up lobs to him. Like we never had that here at Villanova, big man that we can just throw lobs up. Actually, we did, but it's just been a long time. So I'm really excited about it real happy and I think where is gonna fit in perfect with us.
0: I I actually that is exactly what I was looking to hear from you, today, right? You broke him down, you analyzed him, you showed us, you told us about what are his strengths. You didn't you weren't too over the top with uh, okay, this guy's gonna be a weird world beater for us. Yeah. And you hit the nail on the head in terms of he's gonna give us what we need, right? And that's that's all we're looking for. We're not asking him to be Oscar to we're not asking him to be a Bryce Hopkins. We're not yeah. asking him to be that type of guy, but we need to, to need to have him to, to be able to fill that, that void uh, a little bit. What, what Dixon that might leave playing the stretch for. So, but I, I'm not concerned too much right now about what we've seen in his limited time at Kentucky, mm-hmm. because what I've heard from coach Calipari, and I'll read something really quick. I tweeted it out about, uh, about him. Earlier today, off of the Rain and Threes Twitter account, but Coach Cal said this about Ware: Lance has gotten better every year. He's an exceptional leader and is as good as a teammate as I've ever coached. He's like the anchor for our team. And while he was in the transfer portal, uh, Coach Cow said he would welcome Ware back with open arms if he didn't find what he was looking for. So it just shows you a lot about this guy's character. You know what I mean, eh, Ray? This yeah. guy, uh, I think, is is, is someone that can really be a leader, can really maybe be a veteran presence in, in the locker room and at practice to, to get people to step up. He's going to die for loose balls. Uh, he he has, was a little bit foul happy in, mm-hmm. in his time at Kentucky, but that's okay. Uh, Big East refs are a little bit different than SEC refs as it is.
1: Yeah, they let us play <laughs> a little bit out here. Big
0: East. <laughs> exactly, my friend. So, um, you know, I, I think his ceiling is certainly something like being a possible uh, you know, sh- sh- averages like seven, eight points again game, a game, and gets like you know eight, nine boards a game, which would be phenomenal. But uh, like you said, man, just having him alongside Dixon, being able to 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 feed off of each other, be not just inside presences on defense, but be able to pass the ball on offense, spread the floor a little bit for Dixon and those the the, the little guys, the guards. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think this definitely is is something to be excited about. I know that on Twitter everybody was, especially Providence fans, who I think were a little bit butt hurt about not getting this guy for sure. And I saw a lot of things from Kentucky fans as well saying like, you know, good riddance. Uh, this all this guy did was was foul and and, and miss layups. And I I don't think I, I think that's just. <laughs> Uh, a result of Kentucky not getting the positive results that they did as a team, yeah. and they're just taking it out on on, on Lance Ware, who's now leaving them uh, to go from Wildcat jersey to Wildcat jersey. So, listen, I, I I'm I'm pumped up for for this acquisition, for this transfer portal. Get that Coach Neptune and the staff uh, were able to put together for us and. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know how much NIL money they paid this guy. Some so I heard there are rumors on Twitter saying, Oh, they're paying this guy seven figures, which obviously is not true. Yeah. That would be that would be a little bit ridiculous, but it, it's funny. So uh, I just want uh, Nick, if you could pull up that tweet, uh, from I think it was uh, Divine Providence. It's it's just funny how these guys can change their their tune talking about how oh, they want him so badly, he's going to be. Uh, such a great get for Kim English and the Friars, and he's such a bright future ahead uh, in Friartown. Uh, you know, this is what he said. Lance Ware, eh, just don't see it. This is a player who attempted 38 shots over the last two seasons. Average depth piece. Nothing more, nothing less. We need more frontcourt talent, but I ain't getting worked up over Lance Ware. My NIL dollars can, and will be better spent elsewhere. Like, come on. Like, give me a break with that. This yeah. kid is like, what do you think, A-Ray? Come on
1: now. I mean, for me, Lance Wears is, is the ultimate complementary piece for us. Yeah. All right? Like, the way we play, he can pass. He can rebound. He can defend. And that's what we're looking for. And then we add him being a big that can finish around the rim. Only 38 shots. I mean, like you said, he's playing behind big Oscar at Kentucky. Like, how many shots do you expect him to get? Exactly. You know, and for him, you know, maybe the grass would be greener on the other side, which is Villanova. Trust me, I've seen it. I've been, I've been through it. Not every place is for you. You know, you're not going to be happy at every single place. You're not going to play well at every single place you, you go to. So, I think this move would be great for him and, you know, he'll have a chip on his shoulder to to kind of prove people wrong and show them that he can really play this game and that he's a good player. And I know we're going to get that out of him at Villanova because that's what we do. So I'm not really, I don't really care about what other people are saying. I know what he brings and how he can help us. And that's what I'm looking at. A lot of people are not really looking at that. They're just looking at stats. I'm looking at how he can help us, and I think he can.
0: A thousand percent, a Ray, and that's the that's the beauty of having a guy like you being a voice in the Villanova basketball world, Alan. Because, man, boy, did people get worked up over stuff like Someone this. So worked up, and you know, I'm very happy that uh, that we are here. More specifically, you are here to let uh, the state, uh, everybody of Nova Nation, know. That everything's going to be okay. Yeah. This is a legit player.
1: Like, just think about it. You know, do we really need that scoring from him? We got J-Mo who can score 30. Eric Dixon proved he can score 30. Bamba's going to give you 20, 25. He can do that. Hart can give you 20, 25. You still got to see, you know, we know what Mark can do. A healthy Longino. We've seen Brandon Housen score 10, 15 points. In
0: bunches, right?
1: In bunches. We have the scoring. And this is what I'm saying. This is why I don't look at the stats. We're not worried about the scoring. We don't need scoring from him. We need somebody that's going to help us protect the paint, protect the rim, finish at the rim, can pass, um, can, can finish when, when J-Mo creates, when Dixon draws a double team this is what I look at. This is the value that I see him bringing to this team. we are not looking at scoring and all the sexy Twitter videos <laughs> of him working out and dunking Nah, He's going he's going to bring us a lot of value. Trust me, stuff that's not going to show up on the stat sheet. Most definitely. And
0: uh, yeah, a Ray too. Uh, T.J. Bamba had thirty-six points last year in a game against Washington, so he he, he can he can drop a uh, quick a cool thirty piece on you as well.
1: This is what I'm uh, saying. So this is, this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> who are you going to guard? Who like who are you going to guard? Who, who who are you going to focus your your game plan on? I would yeah. love to see you focus your game plan on Dixon and totally neglect Bamba and J Mo. You know what I'm saying, or focus yeah. on J Mo and Bamba and totally disregard Hakeem Hart and Eric Dixon. Like, okay, let's see how that goes.
0: Hey, pick your poison, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, we're gonna find a way to, to to get you on the offensive end uh, at some point. And listen, I, I really believe that what what we thought this was gonna look like in terms of a Villanova basketball offseason. We talked about a little bit last episode where our mindset was after we lost the Liberty in the first round of the NIT versus where it is now. Mm-hmm. Am I right? I mean, look at the, just the transcendence between back in, in mid-March versus now toward the end, coming up on Memorial Day weekend, coming up on the summertime. Boy, do I feel a heck of a lot better about what the 23, 24 season can really bring us in terms of potential for this team. Because let me tell you something, Ray. I, I, I am one of those people that can fall into the trap of watching 2018, 2016, 2009, 2006 highlights, yeah. and just thinking like, oh, man, the glory days are over. We're we're never going to return to this. But, hey, I, I think we definitely were able to shore up uh, in a lot of ways uh, what Villanova basketball is going to be moving forward in this NIL transfer portal driven NCAA basketball landscape that we are now, I would say, maybe prisoners of in some way, but are just uh, now completely entrenched in. And credit to Coach Neptune, to the rest of the coaching staff, to the boosters, the athletic department, Mark Jackson, you name it, everyone stepped up and I think did their part. Credit to everybody who's showing out the NIL money. I mean, it's an unbelievable thing. I know we didn't get this guy, Zubie Ejapur from uh, Kansas. Of course, he yeah, had St. John's. I mean, who didn't St. John's get? They got nine freaking transfers, A-Ray. It's unbelievable.
1: I mean, St. But- John's got to do what St. John's got to do. Patino, new coach, people want to see, they want to see results right away. So you know he's going to hit the portal. You know he's going to recruit every player he can. He's gonna exhaust every single dollar that he can, cause you know them players is getting paid to go over there. Ain't nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody over there, just just to be over there. There's some <laughs> kind of incentive to be over there. You going over there with Patino?
0: Yeah, and uh, Jordan Dingle, another guy uh, from Penn, who's the nation's second leading scorer, uh, joined forces with Patino and the Red Storm. So it's just it's it's so funny with these these Providence fans these. St. John's fans talking a lot of smack, and I love it. Georgetown fans, yeah. I love it. I, I'm like so pro Big East, I'm not a hater of other Big East programs. Uh, I think I, I want the Big East to be as successful as it can. And we talked about this oh, 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 when we first hopped on the phone together. Ali. I
1: am. We, I we, the
0: we, Big, Big East gets disrespected by the national media, Oh, don't get me get on UConn about them possibly leaving. I, I don't know if I want to put any stock into that, but it's just uh, it's, it's something that just irks me to no end. But
1: listen. I mean, let them leave. They, UConn, UConn think like they the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> I love like, pr- trust me, growing up, UConn was coming from my area. Everybody wanted to play for UConn. That's right. But as you get older and you are like a rival to UConn, and then like you get to see how they fans act. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so that's that's the one team. I mean, I don't really. I mean, if they want to leave, they could leave. I don't really care. To to be honest, but I definitely would like them to be in a conference. They won the national championship, but they going. It's gonna be interesting to see about them too. They got a lot of guys right now going through the process, the NBA process. So if they don't come back, what they going to do? It hasn't been a lot of news about UConn either. So we'll see. Well, I hope they it. stay there so we could beat up on them. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie to you.
0: <laughs> no, that's a fair point. I mean, uh, especially coming from you, A-Ray, because uh, you, uh, you, Kyle, Randy, uh, Mike, Will, you guys had a, a lot of battles against UConn back in your playing days, uh, and I specifically remember when you guys beat them when they were ranked number one, uh, playing at not the Wells Fargo Center but the Wachovia Center uh, sure back in in uh, February of 06. So that that was one of my core memories as a young Villanova basketball fan. So um, also, I was talking to one of my uh, one of my buddies who actually graduated uh, a few years before uh, I did. And he want, wanted me to personally thank you for your performance against Oklahoma in 2005 at the Pavilion. He said that was, uh, he was at that game and he'll never forget it.
1: That was, uh, that was how you start off a season. We, uh, we had Oklahoma. We had just had a good year last year, the year before. We knew it was good and we was like, this, we got to come out in the beginning of the season and let people know like we for real. And I remember that Oklahoma game. We all played well. Everybody was clicking. It was uh, it was on TV. It was it was that's probably one of the moments that stick out the most to me at Villanova. It just showed like how mature we was and it really just showed like we were ready. Like we we were on a mission that year. So just want to say you're welcome (laughs) to your your guy. Yes, sir. Just just thanks for being there watching us. Also, yeah,
0: man, that, that support uh, is great. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, my guy, uh, Cinco, Matt Cincata, uh, a, uh, hopefully a loyal listener moving forward, but, uh, the, just the support, uh, we've gotten a ray from just people that I know people that, you know, on Twitter people texting, I know I got a bunch of uh, texts and calls over the weekend when we dropped, uh, dropped our episode on Thursday, uh, just uh, a lot of love for, for us and for what we're doing. And uh, shout out to our our producer making us uh, look uh, like professionals behind the glass, Nick McGow, Slick Nick. We appreciate you as well, my brother. And we just have a, a bright future ahead, eh, Ray? I'm 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 stoked uh, to to you know beyond comprehension over here because uh, the, just thinking about where I was when I graduated Villanova, kind of thinking like, okay, this is what I want to do. I don't have no idea how the hell I'm gonna end up uh where I want to be, but I'm in a pretty good spot right now. So I'm blessed to be doing this with you, A Ray. So uh, I just want to say thank you for that, my friend.
1: Of course, I definitely appreciate you guys. Like always. You know, I always give props where props is due. Um Nick at night, I think that's uh that's a <laughs> proper name because we always filming at night. So <laughs> Nick Nick at night. No, I but like definitely, that a lot
0: Nick at night, baby.
1: Definitely um Looking forward to continuing this with you guys. OC, you already know Um, it's been great. We doing our thing, you know, I just want to keep cooking. I can't wait to, we keep getting it on, keep doing big, big things. We got a lot of big things coming, so definitely looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And uh, like, we're, we're still kind of getting our feet wet. We're still getting the ball rolling here. So just give us a little bit of, of patience and understanding, but I really think, uh, we're in a great spot and we're going to continue to build and, and grow stronger as a, as a podcast, as a, as a crew and uh rain in threes with Mike O'Connell and Alan Ray, man, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. We appreciate the the love and support that we've gotten already and in the future as well. So, um, we will be back, uh, in uh, with more, uh, with more Twitter reactions with more uh, a ray vision with any, anything and everything that you guys are looking for, we will have it for you, but just, uh, just make sure you, you, you give us a follow rainin threes that's three S R a Y N I N three S on Twitter and on Instagram, TikTok. uh, we'll, we'll plug that for you guys. Nick will have that up. And, uh, if you need it, the link in our bio is always going to be a friendly pace to find wherever. Uh you want to listen to us, podcast platform, YouTube, we'll be on there for you guys, full tilt and ready to go. So uh, with Mike O'Connell, with Alan Ray, I'm Mike O'Connell. Hey, Ray, uh, we'll be back on the other side, my friend.
1: Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Everyone have a good night. Can't wait to see you guys again.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Rain in 3's. With Alan Ray, I'm your host Mike O'Connell, and a Ray, we do have some important business to take care of, and that is addressing the loss uh, of the strength and conditioning coach, the legendary John Shackfit Shackleton, Shackleton, uh, leaving the program to, I guess, I guess you to say, uh, maybe pursue some more uh, fruitful endeavors uh, on the West Coast, but. I do want to say it's it's this is a lot of a lot of times people like to panic when it comes to Villanova basketball in the program. A hey, Ray, you are probably the best one to tell them to relax. Everything's going to that's be a, okay.
1: That's an understatement.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> panic. It's, it that's an understatement. Is.
0: But like people were freaking out. Luckily, uh, we got some inside knowledge. We sent that out on our Twitter page at rain and Threes, I think that was actually uh, a great way to, to calm people down a little bit because Shaq obviously did so much good for this program, but he does have a, um, a, a pupil of his, uh, someone that he mentored, Justin McClellan, who is coming over from the Clemson uh, men's basketball program. He's been there for three years, and he actually was back uh, with Shaq uh, for the 2014-2015 season at Villanova, so this guy has been inside the walls of the Davis Center before. He knows all about the attitude mindset of Villanova basketball. I think he's going to do a lot of great things.
1: But for what's good. Program.
0: So yeah, that's I good. think we're in good hands, right? So just we're here to tell everyone relax, everything's going to be okay. But uh, you know, what what can you tell us about about how impactful? Uh, Shaq fit really was for this program?
1: Um, I mean, you just look at the guys, look at their their body types, their frames. These guys are strong. You look compare them to how we look when we played. Yeah, <laughs> we, <had, laughs> we had no cuts. We was eating Chinese food every single night. Campus corner sandwiches. <laughs> like, you know, these guys are not eating that every night. You can tell they're on a diet. You can tell that they're like, really into it. Shaq has got these guys in the weight room. You can see his post online with the guys in the weight room. I've done some of the exercises that they've done that, they, uh, that I've seen online. So it's, it's really good stuff.
0: Yeah, now uh, you bring up a good point about the diet, say, Ray, because you guys were obviously crushing your cheesesteaks. But um, <laughs> but obviously, no, uh, no, no harm, no foul. I think you guys did, did okay anyways. But uh, Eric, Eric Dixon, for example, was not allowed to eat uh like buffalo chicken wings. Um, a couple of my buddies had had him live on, in Atlanta. had him on a show that they called the, the Nova Wing guys. Shout out to, to my buddies Will Tepidino and Matt McGowan. They had Eric on the on the on the show and he actually had a salmon salad instead of the wings. So that just goes to show that Shaq Fit had these guys dialed in and we're really dedicated to to their diet, making sure that they can be the best version of themselves on the court.
1: Now nah, he had wings to go. He knew that they <laughs> were watching it, so he got the salad. <laughs> Yo, that is
0: crazy. That's great. what I mean, happened. That, that's possible. I, I would not put it past him. Because
1: that's what I would have did. I would have been like, "Give me some wings to go, and don't let anybody see."
0: Yeah, keep that off camera. Shaq, yep. Fit, Coach, Coach Wright, Coach Neptune—they can't see that. Go,
1: go, put it in the car right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep him warm. <laughs> oh man, that's great. So, hey, uh, I think um, I think losing Shaq is is obviously extremely tough. But like I said before, we are we are in good hands with Justin McClellan from Clemson. He was at East Carolina University for a couple years as well, but he had that one year of experience with Villanova, which I think is going to like pay some serious dividends. It's going to be a smooth transition for him to come sure. back, and I think. We can kind of get away from being like, "Oh my God, we're gonna miss Shaq fit so much," to where I was like, "All right, I'm excited now for this McClellan guy because he follows a very similar regimen. Uh, the, the strength and conditioning mindset program is almost identical to to yeah. what Shack is called, different, though. So.
1: He's he's different. Like his workouts is different from anybody yes. I, I've seen. So built you know, different. Yeah, it,
0: it, I like it. He's got that, that Delco in him, that Delco dog in him. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, he, he's a dog. He's a dog. He is.
0: Um, but just looking forward to, to what uh, Justin can do for, for these guys uh, coming up with this season and the future. I think he's going to be here for a long time. So looking forward to that. So congratulations to Shaq on a great career. Hope he does well elsewhere. And obviously a big congrats to Justin McClellan. Welcome to the Villanova Wildcats, baby.
1: Definitely, welcome, sir. Welcome.
0: Yes, sir. And uh, hey, Ray. As we're as we're talking, I, honestly, since we really started recording, it's been a lot of fun because we've had the NBA playoffs going on. And it, for me, I like the NBA. I, I watch the NBA playoffs every year, but to have the this interest, I've, I I don't think I have really had since the 2019 season, where Kyle Lowry and the Kawhi Leonard led Toronto Raptors, made their championship run. But this year, man, we had Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, uh, Lowry's back in the playoffs once again, Mikel Bridges with the Nets now, the face of the franchise over there, the, the Villanova guys in the NBA and in the NBA playoffs, and now looking, for, looking like they're going to be a couple in the NBA finals this year, A-Ray. How exciting is this? How incredible is this for the program to have Villanova being talked about so much and so, with so such high regard. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. You're, we were talking about what Eric Spolstra said the other night about Brunson and Hard. These Villanova guys, man, it's unbelievable.
1: Listen, I'm a spoiler fan, so I'm not used to it. You know, this <laughs> is what I expect. This is what we put hours into Jake Nevin for. This is what we wanted. This is what Coach Wright envisioned for the program. These guys are excelling in the NBA. It's amazing to watch. And um, my boy Kyle played tonight. He's going to get that 4-0 sweep, and we're going back to the finals so he could get another ring, two rings. I can't wait. I I can't wait.
0: Oh, man. And you talk about a future Hall of Famer and Kyle Lowry just looking to add to his already beyond impressive resume and maybe we'll get him on the show one day,
1: Alan. Who knows, right? For sure. And can't forget about Brunson either, because I know a lot of people think i would be hating on Brunson, but I don't <laughs> I don't I don't hate on Brunson. You know, oh, you seen what on. he you seen what he did this year in the playoffs, what he did with the Knicks. So he he's an unbelievable player and you know he, he knows how to win as well. I'm not throwing no shade at
0: Jalen, oh, Brunson. All right. No, right
1: everybody. On. But Kyle is my guy
0: course hey come on that's your that's your former teammate you gotta gotta throw some respect on his name but uh i i hear you uh you know brunson i think is now the face of the franchise when it comes to the knicks and it's pretty cool that we have bridges for brooklyn mm-hmm. brooklyn bridges and then now we have brunson in uh the garden so it's just it, it, it's phenomenal and i think i think the knicks are gonna have to do some remodeling of their roster because it's not julius randall's team anymore. Ray it's Jalen Brunson's and, and Josh Hart's got it going to be there to stay I believe he he shot out a tweet the other day he said New York thank you for embracing me thank you for accepting me and I, I think he, he couldn't be happier to be here
1: yeah if you could go back to his tweets from when he played with the trailblazers yeah you get his tweets then compared to his tweets now <laughs> see how miserable he was in Portland compared to how he is now yeah, like, I've he, been on Twitter a long time. I've been following him. Look at his tweets from then, and look at him now.
0: And he's a happy-go-lucky guy. Uh, that's who he is. He's he's very funny. He's energetic, and maybe we'll have him on the show as well. hey Ray, the the possibilities are endless when it comes to these guys.
1: You know? Yeah, for sure. You got to get him on. Yeah,
0: and um, you know, it's just so cool to think about uh, the last few years, the, the 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 players in the NBA Finals with. I know Dante DiVincenzo, he, he was injured when he won that ring with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, but the fact that he played a role on that team and with, with when Bridges was on the Phoenix Suns, even though they did lose the finals, but the fact that he was there. You talk about Kyle Lowry in 2019 with the Raptors. This year, our guy, Colin Gillespie, is, uh, is certainly ring eligible to get one with the Nuggets.
1: And I hit CG up. I congratulated him. There you go. Yeah. I love that. That's definitely big time. You know, oh. just just having a winning aura, you know, just wherever oh, yeah. you go. Like you just win, you know.
0: That's all he does. All he, has he that. does is win, man. <laughs> Come on. Come on. So. That. I saw you you shot out that that uh, tweet of uh the picture of him with Christian Brown mm-hmm. uh holding the trophy. That <laughs> just you know puts puts a smile on your face, doesn't it? Yep, yep. Christian Definitely. Brown, though. That guy. I can talk about another guy that crushed us uh in the final four in 2022. Jeez. Guy hit some ridiculous shots for Kansas. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the the glory days of uh of Villanova, the Wildcats in the NBA, man. It is just a beautiful thing. And We'll continue to monitor that as we move forward. Uh, congratulations to Colin Gillespie and the Denver Nuggets to advancing for advancing to the NBA finals. Hopefully by the end of the night tonight. Kyle Lowry will be in the finals coming off a clean sweep and looking for that second ring. So, uh, Hey Ray, it's, it, this is amazing. And you, you, if you look around the NBA, everybody is talking about Villanova basketball. Everybody's talking about these, these guys that played under coach, Wright. And my God, it is a beautiful thing.
1: It is definitely a big topic to talk about. We also got a big topic to talk about next show. Um, You got a very controversial jersey in your background. Villanova with the red in it. Yes. Very controversial. So we need to talk about this. What do you think about? Obviously you like the jersey because you got it hanging up. I don't understand why people don't like the jersey. Like I I love the red in the jersey. It looks amazing. And they got that funky logo. It just stands out. Oh, we need oh my I goodness.
0: Love this. I would I would actually freak out if we if Nike released uh an edition whether it be the white ones, the blue ones, homes or away, like it just we need it to make it happen.
1: The people that hate and, on it, they'll freak out too and buy it. They know they'll oh, buy it. <laughs> no.
0: People haters going to hate until it actually happens and then they see how just incredibly eye-poppingly beautiful these jerseys, these uniforms look on our guys. So I, I I'm <laughs> telling you, people are going to flip uh, this, the script on that real
1: quick, sure.
0: Um, A Ray, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, we will get into A Ray Vision with Akeem Hart coming up next. I am your host, Mike O'Connell, here with Alan Ray.
1: Appreciate you guys. A Ray Vision up next,
0: guys. Let's do it. It's time for our second edition of A Ray Vision. I am your host, Mike O'Connell, with Alan Ray. And like we promised in the last episode, it is going to be Hakeem Hart who we delve into today on A Ray Vision. Hakeem, AKA Keem, is a six foot eight, 205 pound guard from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He went to Roman Catholic High School, had a lot of success there, and finished in the top 25 in Mr. Basketball for the state of Pennsylvania his senior year. He is the son of Sarita and Hakeem Hart. Who was kind enough to shout us out on Twitter the other day, a Ray? Yes, yes, he did, and he's got one younger brother. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Who he describes as his inspiration, and this guy's family oriented. Today, right? His major is family sciences, and the, get this: sports heroes, Dwayne Wade and Tracy McGrady. Not bad for the young man. Keem, uh, a couple guys to to look up to, and and to mile your
1: game after. Those are <laughs> some special players. Yeah, uh, he, Dwayne, I played against D-Way my first college game ever, so. Marquette, baby. Big East. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so he averaged 11.4 points per game his senior year, 4.1 boards a game, and 2.6 assists. And he announced his decision to transfer to Villanova on the 21st of April. So we've known about this guy uh, for a while, A-Ray, in terms of his role, his spot on the roster next season. Give us your breakdown and really lock us in with your A-Ray vision, Alan.
1: You know, so I really like H- Hakeem Hart. You know, he has that size at 6'8. You know, I feel I feel like he can be almost like a Brandon Slater type, one of those people that can just do everything on the court. Um, you can guard the other team's best player, can guard. He he really can guard pretty much every position on the court, if you think about it, at 6'8". You look at some of his highlights, you see him getting out in passing lanes, getting steals, which I think is great because now we're getting out into transition. And I think we have that team. We're going to have the the kind of makeup for a team that can get out in transition this year. So that's just another one of the things that I like that he brings to this team. his ability to pass, make plays. We got a lot of guys who can shoot on this team. And if he can get going one night, a lot of teams gonna focus on him and he'll be able to drop dimes to our guys for easy threes like Eric, J Mo. Um when Brendan is in the game. I really can't wait for uh for Brendan to start really getting into his own and becoming that guy on our team to like hit shots.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah, and a and, uh, hey Ray, I think uh, I think you bring up a really good point when it comes to him being so athletic, him being able to play the the guard and forward position because he has that that length and that height. He can disrupt the passing lanes on defense, and everyone on uh, in involved with the Maryland Terrapins basketball uh, you know community last season. This guy was was completely. Far and away, the best defender on that team. So you know you don't even have to worry about the stats on the offensive side, which were which were pretty good, by the way. But knowing we're going to get this type of defender, who you know who played in the Big Ten and going from the Big Ten to the Big East, I think you know it's similar type of intensity. I would say the Big East might be a little bit uh, higher in terms of de- defensive wise. Yeah. But listen, A Ray, I, I really think Hakeem being a, a, a not not only just a, a defense first guy, but the intangibles, right? So you talked about a little bit about how he and, uh, and Lance Ware have similar intangibles that maybe really was what coach Neptune and the rest of the coaching staff zeroed in on when they looked at the transfer portal for these guys.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I think also with Hakeem Hart, Hakeem Hart, sorry about that. Um, you know, One of the big knocks on him was his three-point shooter. So I think that playing on this team is going to help that out a lot. We got guys like Eric Dixon who can command a double team. You know, when when Eric gets going, they send in that double team. And we're going to be able to swing the ball and he'll get open looks. I don't know if he was getting that many open looks at uh in Maryland. So maybe his percentage was a little down. So I, I, I feel like this year he'll get more open looks and his percentage will definitely go up. But, you know, also with, where, like you said, they, these guys do their tangibles. Like these guys, we need people that's going to rebound, defend. And both of those guys, you know, with their size, like they can help a lot in those areas. And just think about it, the final four, a couple years ago, we played against Kansas. What's the one thing that we was missing that if we had, we could have won that game? Just think about it. I'm asking you that.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were sending me up with a rhetorical question there.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at you. You zoning in right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm locked in on a Ray, B. Um, it, it, in terms of In terms of beating Kansas, well, first and foremost, we didn't have Justin Moore that game. Definitely. Uh, but listen, I, I I completely
1: agree with you, said. But what, what what's your answer? And forgive me, I don't even remember his name. But the big man, the, he killed us that game. Oh, Azubuki. Yes. No. 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 no not. The five.
0: <laughs> not Azubuki. That's yeah. uh, he he played uh, a few years back, so not him. It was. Um...
1: Yeah, I don't remember his name either. Don't worry about it. But it was the five man. He was. Yeah. He went off on us, and we had no answer for him. You know, maybe with a five, an athletic five, maybe we win that game, you know? So that's why I feel good about him coming here. And it's good to see, like, us play with a a big man now. You know, we haven't seen it in a while.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and you talk a little bit about his, his consistency, shooting the three ball and how that could improve at Villanova versus Maryland. And, you know, just looking back at, at his, his senior year, he had a lot of uh, a lot of games where he was streaky. He mm-hmm. caught fire a few times, he knocked down uh four, five threes a game a couple different times. So when he's on, he's on. But like you said, it's it's going to help this this Villanova basketball team uh much more perimeter oriented than Maryland. It, it really going to open some doors for him in terms of being able to to spot up uh from 3, being able to 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 not just have all the pressure on him. And he can really develop with that, get his shots up when he needs to, but also not be asked to do too much, which is, which is why I think it, he really fits in well uh, with that mold uh, coming with the rest of the team.
1: I can't wait for one of those games where everybody is just on. You know, like everybody's just hitting threes. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very possible with this, with this team. Except for except for where? We only need him shooting threes.
0: No, exactly. That's, I don't nah. think he even attempted one in his career in Kentucky, but uh that's yeah. that's not that's not gonna be anything we asked him to do anyways.
1: No, nah, but you get the point. Um,
0: but uh, uh a-, a Ray, it was uh David McCormick you were thinking of on Kansas, yes. six foot ten, two hundred and fifty. Uh Oak Hill uh guy actually. He he ate us up in the paint. And really made us pay. So that's a that's a that's a good point you bring up. I don't really like to think about that game too much. <laughs> I like <laughs> I like to think about the 2018 and 2016 games we played against Kansas in the tournament. For and sure. My personal favorite. I don't know if you remember this game in terms of where you were at, but my senior year, Jermaine Samuels hit the, the, the big time three at the Wells Fargo Center to beat Kansas when they were I ranked was there. number one. You were I was at that there. game. I, I, I was there, there, there too with my buddies. Man, it was the most electric experience. I had while I was in school in terms of being at the game. So that those three right there are my favorite Kansas games for
1: sure. It was. It definitely was. I I remember that I was there. Me and my wife we were sitting uh, courtside, and Jermaine hit that shot. Yes, yeah, sir. It definitely was electric in
0: there. Oh man, it was just unbelievable. But um, I, I do want to get back to to what uh, a point you mentioned earlier as well, which was the the last couple years of this team. We have not gotten out in transition whatsoever. We, in terms of just the, 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 the tempo, our pace of play, we ranked at, I think it was like the bottom five schools in terms of uh, possessions per game. Like we slowed things down big time, didn't rarely ever got out in transition. Last year, a little bit changed because of Armstrong and because of Whitmore's speed and athleticism, I feel like it jumped up a little bit. But with this year, A Ray, why do you want this team to be getting out and in transition more for, for this upcoming season? Is there any particular reason why?
1: We all we all want them to, to run. You know, we all we, <laughs> I, I
0: mean that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm guilty of charge with that.
1: We just like that style. Everybody likes watching that style of basketball. It's fun, you know? But at the same time, you know, this is Villanova, so they gotta go with what works for them. But I I feel like this team, they're very athletic. Guys can run, get into the open floor, especially getting the passing lanes. It'd be good to see these guys get in the open court. Especially Mark with his trademark dunk. I love seeing that every single game. (laughs) I would love to see it every single game this year. So, you know, that's that's one of the reasons. And also, it just disrupts the other team, you know, getting easy baskets. Because sometimes, like I say all the time, you're not going to hit every single shot, and you're not right. going to be on every single game. So there's going to be times when you're not going to be scoring. So we got to get easy baskets, which we can get in transition with that size. Exactly.
0: Hey, Ray. I, I completely agree with that. And I really think that this, this year's team has the potential to, to be a little bit more of a chameleon-like team when it comes to they're going to be able to play uh, up tempo they're going to be able to play a little bit more balanced mm-hmm. and they can run the half court offense when they need to because i think they have the ability where they have the depth they have the athleticism and they have the defensive prowess that maybe we were lacking a little bit in years past but we got the guys to to like you said disrupt passing lanes uh get you know block some shots make it difficult on the uh, the opponent to, to to find their open shot in rhythm and I, I, in terms of when I say chameleon, I think it depending depending on who we're playing. If we're playing a a, a team that is uh, is more uh, oriented in the paint, they like they get like to get the ball down low and post us up, and you know we're worried about out, getting out rebounded. Then we could we could maybe expose them a little bit because they're maybe a little bit slower, and we have Eric and Lance, two big guys down low that can at least Eric can can stretch the floor a little bit and, and make them come out and guard that perimeter when, when they don't feel comfortable. We yeah. saw it a little bit last year when when Dixon was doing that to Kauffrunner uh, and Creighton, and I think yep. that get, having Lance Ware in the paint and uh, giving Dixon that ability to be that true stretch for allows him to completely expand the game and, in, in a sense, create easy buckets for Ware. So them playing off each other uh, I think is huge, but also the fact that we, I feel just so much more c- comfortable and confident uh, in this year's team, just with the athleticism, the experience of guys like we're bringing in with Hart, with Bamba, with Ware, so uh, that gets me excited as well. When you bring up uh, the up tempo, when you bring up transition type offense,
1: yeah, um, I just I definitely can't wait for that. Um, it, it should be it should be fun to watch these guys get up, get up tempo. And also, one of the, the, the good things I'm looking forward to is on the defensive end. You know, we do a lot of switching. We do a whole bunch of switching. And, yeah. And, and one thing we used to do, we, well, not used to do that, we do is we, <laughs> we switch. And then we'll, like, switch with the guard. And sometimes the guard gets stuck with the, with the big man on the post. And yep. we get killed a lot like that. The te- other teams get easy baskets. With the size that we got now, maybe it might not hurt us as much. And like teams won't get so many easy baskets. So uh, I'm, I'm definitely ready to 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 see that in action.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it's it is extremely, extremely fun to to see that these guys are all basically six five and up, right? Yeah. With yeah, wear, man. with heart being six eight, six nine, Bamba being six five. It's it's awesome to see.
1: And you know, Justin Moore in person is tall. He, he, yeah, he's like 6'5". And
0: he's solid, man. He's got some he broad is. shoulders. He, he he can, is. He's no shrimp, that guy. So
1: Like TV, um, don't, TV don't do him no justice. Yeah. <laughs> That's he's true. Big. He's big. Not like that, though. He's big.
0: Yeah. And uh, A-Ray, just – this is going to be – this is funny because you mentioned earlier with, with Brandon Slater being a good player comparison for Akeem Hart. Um, maybe – not as uh, bouncy as uh, that man's slate. Uh-huh. But, but I do think he, he's a little bit more, I guess, you know, say reliable when it comes to, to, to scoring and, and being involved in the offensive side of things. Because Brandon, we saw a lot of times he could he could be get to, the, get, to, get to the free throw line a lot, knock down his free throws, end up scoring, you know, 15 points a game. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, he would struggle to score. Whereas I think Hart is going to be a little bit more reliable when it comes to, you know, getting like, you know, 10 points a game, something like that. So it's exciting. It's exciting to see uh, these guys. And we're going to obviously talk a lot more about uh, the transfers, but I do love uh, this A-Ray vision that you're providing us uh, with tonight here, Alan.
1: Yes, sir. I think Hakeem Hart is going to add tremendous value to the team. Trust me. He has the the intangibles.
0: Yeah. And... I uh, I wanted to ask you though, and this is a tough question, um, that's for sure. Is out of the the three transfers with Hart, Bamba, and Ware, uh, you know who is going to have the most pivotal role? Who is
1: that X factor? I'm gonna go with Hart. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Hart. And All right, and, and you know why? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just explained to us why, man. That was great. You kidding me?
1: Nah, I like Hart a lot, though. He's- okay. I like his I like his size and his versatility. Like yes, that's sir. what impressed me the most about him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I completely agree. It's going to be a lot of fun to to continue to delve in to uh, these guys. So excited and just beyond just through the moon to have Hart to have uh, Lance Ware, TJ Bamba, and we're getting some looks in the recruiting side as well. We'll get into that in the future, but. Hey, Ray, I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be fun. But uh, I do want to ask you this as well. Last question for me. Oh, you're hey, bomb,
1: bombing me with the question. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, hey, you, you asked for it. You tweeted out. And you got some answers from uh, your loyal followers, my friend. i right, <laughs> 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 I know you are. But um, I do want to ask you. It was, it was a great question. And it was, do you think that these transfers are going to be able to, to learn to play Villanova basketball in just one season?
1: I did see that question. Who asked that question? Do you remember?
0: Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now. So we give, uh, give them their credit where credit is due because it was a phenomenal question. You got a lot of good responses. And we'll run through these as we go on. So we're not going to get it to every single one this episode, but for sure. what are your thoughts?
1: Ask that question one more time.
0: So, can these transfers learn to play Villanova basketball in just one year?
1: Okay, I say yes. And I say yes because they're transfers, which means they have experience and they all played at good levels of basketball. So, I say yes, they'll learn this system. Trust me, I think it's a lot easier learning the system a little bit older than coming in as a freshman learning assistant. Yes. So I say yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that response because I, I was thinking the same thing. A. Ray coming from Maryland, Washington State, Kentucky, three very solid programs. Kentucky, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best of the best. But, you know, it, exactly right. They're, these they're guys. These... <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one coming, A. Ray. <laughs> uh, you know, these guys are not eight, 17, 18-year-old kids coming from high school they they've got some serious years of experience under their belt they exactly. know what they want to do they're coming in to, to to really help a team make a make a tournament run uh, a run at the big east championship and who knows especially with a, with a guy like tj bomba could be uh, looking at a, an nba career in the future so um but i do want to credit to david j Letts. uh that is his twitter handle for that wonderful thought out question uh, that was great, and uh, I appreciate your answer, A Ray. I'm sure David will as well.
1: Definitely, I love I love Twitter. This yeah.
0: guy, I love these
1: guys on Twitter.
0: Yeah, no, it's phenomenal, and we'll we'll continue to to ask more questions uh, uh, of you guys that are out there listening and tuned in, and we're gonna get we're gonna get to those answers as well. I know A Ray is uh, chomping at the bit to uh, to respond to some of these. So uh, just continue to tune in to Rain in Threes. Uh, I'm your host, Mike O'Connell, here with Alan Ray. That was a Ray Vision Akeem Heart edition, and next week we will have Lance Ware, Jordan Dumont. You know, we'll see. We got a couple more to go, so looking forward to that, a Ray.
1: Yes, I played in Italy for seven years, Ciao ragazzi. <laughs>